Hello, welcome everybody to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. I'm James Anderson, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. Mm. You know who doesn't have a lot of time, James? Who, who, hey, Colin, who doesn't have a lot of time? The Chronicom that we've seen getting his brain just completely... Uh, I don't know what the terminology I want to use here is, but just getting getting the good stuff, if you will, and getting getting yeah. the going through the ringer. Yeah, uh, you've heard of of, of of a jamming process. This is a gemming process, and oh, is. okay, yes, very good. Um, it's a little bit like the 1980s. There's a little bit of like the hacker, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in kind of moment happening, but like without Gemma having to touch anything. Right, she's just right. Yeah, exactly. So we are, of course, if you're not familiar with it, we are speaking, of course, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 1. And this episode starts at 3510. Sorry, this clip starts at 3510. uh, And we are going until 3530. So a 20-second clip. Uh, We're actually getting pretty close to the end of the episode, which is pretty wild to think about. (laughs) It is. Okay, so in this scene, the lesser-known movie, The Chronic Cop Kane... Uh, that Simmons was currently uh, or recently interrogating is still overloading. Mm-hmm. Enoch reminds her that if it overloads too hard or too long, it will shut down and will no longer be useful. Simmons sits there for a moment and is kind of like, okay, fine. So she goes over and she unplugs him. However, it does not stop. Mm. The overloading continues. And Yo-Yo's, essentially, like, paraphrasing Yo-Yo's words is like, Yo, hey, stop <laughs> what you're doing. Didn't you hear what Enoch said? And Simmons is like, you know, like, you know, stop this thing. And Simmons is like, I can't. He's doing it himself. Mm. Whoa. Now, that's all that there really is to that scene. I think that this is cool because it's kind of like a feedback loop, but, like, not on accident. Like, this guy's done it to himself. Right. Which is kind of a interesting fun little thing like in a way it's like the chronicops version of like a cyanide pill right? right like you know it's like you'll never take me alive i mean yeah yeah i suppose you never could anyway because they're not really alive are they right well what is life uh, what is are we chronicop or are we dancer um mm-hmm. so isn't that how the expression killer, yeah killer killer reference yeah, yeah for sure um <laughs> well they certainly are killers aren't they um <laughs> sure so I honestly sat there and I thought for a long time about this. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to get into like a crazy long scene or discussion about really much because there isn't much that we can talk about here, truthfully. Mm-hmm. At least as far as like history and Marvel. We've met all these characters. We already really kind of know where things are heading for the most part. Right. Um We, you know, this is just the continuation and the finale, if you will, of the interrogation. Mm-hmm. But it did make me think a little bit about the moment that we see where he is essentially just sabotaging himself. He's like, I'm not going to give out any more information. I'm going to take myself out of the game. Yes. Um, and so that made me decide that we don't have any guests, but I don't know if there's a term that we want to use for when we just have questions for each other. Yeah. Um, is this just like a hostion or just, I guess, a general conversation piece? But James, yeah, GCP, yeah. Have you ever? I I already know the answer to this, but I don't know if the listeners have. Have you ever 
sabotage yourself uh, and in a way that you are willing to discuss on a podcast? You already know the answer to this? I feel like we both have conversations <laughs> about this sort of thing. You and I both have somewhat similar behaviors outside of the show. Um, and not to speak for you, but I feel as though we both sabotage ourselves all the time. Okay. Um, Let's maybe see. not necessarily on like a grand scale. Like I'm not saying that you're sitting there going, I'm going to ruin my own life today. Right. <laughs> right. But like you, I like, I think like, for example, a good example of this to me uh, is that today we're recording this on the 14th of November. Yeah. Uh, last night I watched a charity stream and it wasn't even a 24 hour one this year just because of COVID restrictions and stuff like that. It ended uh, essentially at midnight with the after party ending. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I've already edited, you know, the episode and stuff like that. And, uh, that's going to come out today and you know, things like that. So like, I don't have anything that I really need to do. So I should probably go to bed at some point. Cause I know I have a midterm tomorrow and you know, I've got some other assignments to do. So yeah, I shouldn't stay up too late. I set an alarm for 10 a.m. to make sure I was going to get up on time, get up to the grocery store, do all these things, and then I continued to stay up until 4.30 in the morning. Mm, nice. So when yeah. my alarm went off at 10, I was quite cranky. <laughs> I was in a sour mood. I did not go to the grocery store. Uh, in fact, I mostly like spent my first like three or four hours doing pretty much absolutely nothing and just putzing around until mm. it got to the point where I was like taking my finals and stuff like that. Uh, with maybe two hours to spare by the time I finished them. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I did a great job. Did a great job there. Got dangerously close to finishing one of those questions uh, or midterms with five minutes left. Oof. And I do think that if I was a little bit more well-rested, I would have been right. on top sure. of it. But yeah. instead, I was like, what if I just played a game on my phone for three hours? You know what I mean? Sure, and and not and and in that regard, I, I do I I did recall something that I d I've done recently to sabotage myself, and here's what it was. I'm doing NaNoWriMo as we've talked about previously, um, which means that by midnight each night, I need to have written sixteen hundred and sixty-seven words or more. You know, it's like the Patreon; you can you can contribute more. Mm -hmm. um, you can contribute sixteen sixty-seven, uh, right? Uh, $16.67. Oh, uh, well, well, sure. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Or you could contribute 50000 Sure. Know? If hey, you just, want. You know, yeah. Just a thought. However you wanted to spend However your money you is fine. However you want to do it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Exactly. We're fine. Um, so I was needing to write. I knew what I needed to write. I had my plan all set to go. It was 1030. I started watching uh, not TikTok, but the Facebook version of TikTok I guess Reels is what they're calling it now. It used to be Facebook. Oh, because well, Facebook Watch. Right, um, because it was basically they're the same thing as um, Instagram. So they just took the Reels right. thing and yeah. Wait, so yeah, it's, but it's basically it's largely people just posting TikToks, which is hilarious to me. Um, so basically, I watch TikToks for about eh, until about eleven twenty, and then I was like, all right, well, I guess I have. Um, a bunch of words to write right now. And so I wrote and wrote and wrote. And then I wrote to the point where it was like 1158. And I was like, all right, well, I guess this is it. And I felt really bummed because what I had done was sit there and watch thinking to myself, huh, that's a good one. Should I stop and start writing? No. What's the next one? Oh, that's a good one too. Oh man. All right. 
Should I stop now? No, no, no. Okay. Over and over and over again. So that kind of thing is a, is a fun one. Cause it's not like I came out of it more knowledgeable or with a new favorite band or. Right. The amount of like self-sabotage that just purely comes from like, um, obsessively scrolling through like social media platforms such as TikTok or reels Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and just like the amount of times, I mean, you and I have talked about this off air. I don't think we've ever discussed it on the show, but both of us have a very bad relationship with sleep. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, Oh no, we, we have, because we just talked about it with Mike. That's right. So, um, the idea though, that, you know, we're sitting there like lacking sleep and knowing that we really should be sleeping more. And then we're just, Right. All the time. Right. And then not getting to other tasks that we need to get done. Um, I think another self-sabotage thing that I've done uh, is because I have like anxiety and stuff like that. And like I worry about how people perceive me. Um, I definitely have ruined opportunities for. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily want to speak for anybody. But like, it's not that I've necessarily ruined potential relationships um, mm. of any format. I don't mean just like you know romantically. Like, could also be like as friends or whatever. But I do think that there are times where like you know, because I'm caught up in my own little world doing my own stuff, but then also like very worried about how people are going to perceive me. I then sometimes like panic and just like kind of shut down, just sort of stop. Right. doing really anything in there. And I'm sure. like, well, I'm going to put the ball in their court. I feel like I've done a lot, but sometimes it really probably should be me putting just a little bit more effort into something. Yeah. I've probably ruined a lot of friendships and potential relationships. I don't know. I'm just like not quite putting my best foot forward because I'm afraid of, did I already put it forward? If I try to put another foot forward, is that going to be too forward? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I'm the opposite. I, I self-sabotage most often by being like, all right, well, I'll, uh, you know, I'll let you think about it and then, you know, get back to me. So are you, have you thought about it? Like, What's like, seconds? You're like, like a, like a dog, like a, like a young puppy that has a ball and is like, play with me. Nudge, 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 nudge. Like until you're like, Boy, I sure don't want to date you anymore, little puppy. And the puppy's like, okay, I guess I'll go back to my dorm. My name's James. Um, wait, I lost the thread there. What was the allegory? No. Um, it, but I definitely am like the, I'd never want to be, I didn't put enough effort in. And so what happens is I'm like, maybe a little more. Maybe one more question. Yeah, no, no. I'll give you your space. But how much space do you need? Like, seriously, do you need me to, like, what? How long? How long do you think? <laughs> I Okay, I will say, I have also done that. I either give far too much space, mm-hmm. or I give not nearly enough. Yeah. Uh, because it's either I'm like, I fear I've said too much, or I've gone too far, so I'm going to back off. Maybe I should give them a little more time. Maybe I should give them a little more time. Maybe It might not have blown over, and we have more time. Versus when I'm like, hi, I am so terrified of the thought that you might not like me at all anymore. So I'm going to basically like kind of cling on for dear life and hope that somehow that endears you to me. And right. it's not going to. Um, <laughs> you know, right. uh, I know that for a fact because it's certainly been yeah. something I've heard through a text message before. Um, or, anyway. Or it's, it's like a... Hey, uh, you're really creeping me out. I need you to leave me alone. I don't even know you. And it's like, well, now I need to make friends with you because 
I need you to see that I'm not, this is <laughs> not, not creepy. this is now a project that I need to work on. I know it's creepy, but I need to prove to you. I will, I will prove to you. I'm not creepy. Get back here. Get, you know, get back here and let me show you how not creepy I am. <laughs> right. So yeah, self-sabotage. As a man, is, I know that that's not a good look. Um, it's, oh, it's certainly not. College was rough. I think for, for, for me, and I'm certainly not alone in that. However, perhaps not as rough as other people. Why are you Who pointing at me? should remain nameless. I, James, why are you... <laughs> stop. I mean, they can't see you. You don't have to... You could have just left it. They would not. I, anyway. I've activated my arrow sign above Colin's head that I installed in his in his apartment that just lights up and is like, the arrow, hell? arrow, arrow, arrow. How did you arrow. do that? When did, when did you do that? That's impressive. <laughs> DoorDash. It's really amazing these days. Um, Speaking of DoorDash, we'd like to take a moment <laughs> to talk about our sponsor for today's episode. Uh-oh. Maxim Magazine. Oh, right. oh, dang it. <laughs> well, the, th the cool thing is that you can actually add a trip to Walgreens uh, at the end of your DoorDash uh, you know, application. So if you really do need a Maxim Magazine, you could get your Five Guys burger and have them pick up a Maxim Magazine for you on their way to you. Um, Colin. Yeah. Colin. Colin. Yeah. Maxim, uh, but you can also get them deliver you food. Boober Eats. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's very good. All right, very good. I can now. I've exercised the ghost. I can now participate again. Okay. We'll <laughs> see how like, much any hey, of this uh, is usable. But have you thought about boober eats? And I'm like, brain, no. Oh no, no. Oh, that's please, all I no. can think about now. <laughs> Great. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> Why, brain? Um, <sighs> Hello, flesh. You know, it's a great uh, <laughs> meal kit. So yes, self-sabotage, it happens, and it happens for chronocops just like humans. Chronocops, they're just like us. Well, hmm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> they look um, chronocops, they look just like us. Is that that's now that's definitely certainly much more accurate. <laughs> now, James. Yeah. I want you to tell me, yeah. uh, you know, have you ever Mm. Now I don't think I've I don't think there's a way for me to uh, bring up sabotage and music of 1931. So in, just consider this a smooth transition, and we'll pretend that okay. it was. James, what about the music of 1931, though? Well, it's weird that you brought this up because the music of 1931 today uh, was actually sampled in the Beastie Boys song "Sabotage," and I don't know how you Here's uh, the thing. did that. I understand but... that that's a joke, but like, could you imagine? If that was true, if you were like, Colin, I'm about to blow your fucking mind. Like, <laughs> I, here's, here's, hey, listener, here's a, here's a secret James tip and trick. Um, it's both a tip and a trick. I'm never going to present something that mind-blowingly coincidental as calmly as I just said the joke that I just said. That's never going to happen. you're professional. I feel like you could. I will spike the microphone into the ground if something like that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Colin. <sighs> And we've lost ah, James. Yeah, just, yeah, just I screaming just at the, the mic. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I'm so um, excited. Oh shit, my mic. <laughs> oh god. Oh boy. So the music of 1931 this week uh, was not sampled in the Beastie Boys song, but it was performed by Paul Robeson, who we've also talked about. Um, what? Another already. callback? Uh, yeah, exactly. A callback. Um, so this is <laughs> a. <laughs> Sorry, I'm appalled by that joke. All right. So this is Boo. a. Woof. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a song called High Water. And here's the story of me researching High Water, which he said, signaling that it was not going to go well for past James. So in 1929, this guy named Charlie Patton released a song called High Water Everywhere. 
It's an upbeat sort of bluesy song. Um, and a certain lad named uh, Bob Dylan really liked it. And so <laughs> on, um, there's a song on his 2001 album, Love and Theft, called High Water for Charlie Patton. So it's impossible to search High Water by Paul Robeson without coming up with High Water by Charlie Patton or Bob Dylan's High Water for Charlie Patton. So it's on Spotify. It's gorgeous. It's dirge-like. It's sort of hymn-like. It has those cool, I don't know how how familiar, how down with hymns you are, uh, Colin, but the rhymes and hymns, which are like... Um, and we're signaling the next rhyme and we're doing it all the time. And you're like, mm-hmm. that was simple, but it was incredibly satisfying that we all said that rhyme at the same time. Like, um, it has that kind of stuff in it, which I really like. Um, and it's also incredibly nihilistic. So it's basically oh, a Nine Inch cool. Nails song, which is kind of fun. Um, I wrote all da- I wrote the lyrics down, um, but I don't want to read them in there in in totem it's basically um he says here's the first stanza river river old slow river what you angry for spreading spreading heading heading for my cabin door and mm. it goes basically there's a flood and he's like um i'm ready to die kind of baptize Jesus. me i'm i'm here let's do it uh, he's like uh High water, high water, climbing over the wall. High water, I ought to know just why you call. You singer and bringer, music to my soul. Uprise me, baptize me, roll, Jordan, roll. So he's like, bring it on. Let's do this. Um, so yeah, Paul, Paul Robeson, basically the uh, Trent Reznor of the 1950s. <laughs> um, or is Trent Reznor really just the modern day Paul Robeson? I want to walk up to Trent Reznor and say, do you consider yourself a modern day Paul Robeson and have him respond to that? Listen, I would love Trent, to. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of the show. Um, I know you listen every time. If you want to just drop us a line, yeah. uh, hell, you can even come on an episode really if you want. Um, big fans of your show. TR talks about TS and uh, we're just really honored that you've made that entire podcast about us. Um, your own commentary drag on our, mm-hmm, on our podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Commentary um, yeah. upon a commentary. Yeah, it's very he just original. talks over us. It's fun, um, <laughs> and then lays down a sweet beat. Um, oh, okay, there we go. That's good. There we go. Um, all right, so that is Paul Robeson with High Water. It's very good. Um, we'll put it on the on the playlist and stuff. So so check it out. It's very good. But uh, literally, I guess it's the SEO is just really, really, really bad because I was flooded with the wrong search results. Um, and for sure, and that, when he was writing it in 1931 and p- performing it, he was like, you know what? You know, surely no one's going to out SEO me on this song, you know? And tr- I, what was Charlie Patton's song? It wasn't called High Water. It was called something else, right? I think so. He talks to no one and just starts composing. He's like, yeah, yeah I was probably fine because there was no Google back then. Because um, as I understand it, Tipper Gore hadn't invented it yet. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm completely right on that so that is the music of 1931 paul robeson with high water um and that is the end of the episode colin i'm going to take us to some social media absolutely i'm going to flood up to your cabin door with some social media and here we go please do um we have a twitter for this podcast and it is at timeline scav uh if you want to um check out our network scavengers network you can check that out at scavengers net um 
I am found on Twitter at Unabashed James. Hey, Colin, where can you be found on Twitter? I can be found at Colin M. Parker. Excellent. And Colin, have you recently written any uh, tweets that have gone like super, well, <laughs> semi-super viral? Uh, yes, I have. In fact, I recently shared a picture of Alfredo Diaz clearly regretting all of his life decisions. And it's done. You know what? Hang on. Let's do it. Let's do a let's live check-in. Let's do a live check-in. Absolutely. Let's do a live check-in since we're talking about it. Uh, in fact, as we spoke, I actually got a new, like, it is sitting at, as we speak, 1313. And we have nice. officially passed 24 hours, just barely. Um, so look at that go. Uh, 13, 13 and 53 retweets. Very 54. Nice. Sorry. Oh. Uh, that's very interesting to look at. So good job. So that, so you can, you can follow hit Twitter user, Colin and Parker at Colin and Parker. Um, also writer of hits. We have Nick Bramald who wrote the hit uh, theme song to timeline scavengers. Um, and the outro also, you can find him on Twitter at N Bramald. That is B R A M A L D or at nickbermaldcomposer.co.uk. Now, it's December. It's Patreon. And so here's what I'm hoping he said in mid-November it's going to look like on Patreon in early December. Before the month is out, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping we can release something I'm very excited about that was very, very fun to record that is maybe the most work I've put into bonus content in my life. And that's quite saying something given some of the other bonus content. Don't know what I'm talking about one way or the other? Well, why don't you join the Patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network and find out if you scroll back to, I think it's like May or June. I did a whole week of, of uh, a series where I watched movies that were related through a, an insane absolutely ridiculous uh way and uh you can check that out you can also check to see if by the end of the year we have uh, called our shot and released a special timeline scavengers related bonus content item. i'm i'm also there it was shaken yeah. bacon i helped um, <laughs> and you did and you sure did uh it's a shaken bake recipe i don't know why colin gave it away but uh, it is the special timeline scavengers shaken bake chicken wings uh every seen every spice until the end of time um <laughs> can you imagine if we had to do a supplementary show where every single scene we had to come up with a new recipe based on that scene based um, b-a-s-t-e yes there you go okay. uh the dawn of time would be literally nothing it would just be a bowl of air because in the mm-hmm. dawn of time there was nothing sure um sure. yeah so or it could be just a bowl full of time t-h-y-m-e ah disgusting but i mean like yeah. on its own but now let me ask you this which is yeah. more disgusting a bowl full of time mm-hmm. or a bowl full of time into which you've squirted a bunch of dawn dish soap and then stirred it around that's absolutely disgusting i don't right. think that's safe Good. to eat either so you know well, the scientists are still out on that one so i don't think they are i think they I very clearly tell you not to eat that the first thing they learn in science class as scientists food scientists poison scientists is don't eat dawn that's the don't first you thing. remember the little yucky stickers that they would make you put yeah, on soaps Mr. and stuff Yuck, for anyway, sure yeah. we're, we're getting we're getting off topic you know Let's dead get by dawn show. that's what they say about dawn so anyway folks we thank you so much for listening yeah. to this podcast <laughs> so two, here hey wait two dollars a month patreon yeah. bonus content stuff like that hey, then, hey everyone thanks for listening to our show and continuing to listen and hey thanks thank you to colin the editor of this episode for making this seem like a good 
idea for people to have listened to. (laughs) (laughs) As always, I am James Anderson. And I'm Colin Parker. Don't put Dawn in your time, but do put Timeline Scavengers in your ear when we say Excelsior! My name is Trevor Collins, and I love the unknown. I'm Alfredo Diaz, and I'm easily frightened. This is The Red Web, a podcast all about unsolved mysteries, true crime, conspiracies, and the supernatural. Each episode, Trevor sets out to scare me half to death, dropping little nightmares like it's no big deal. Pretty much every episode features a new mystery left to be solved. We will discuss the timelines and the facts of each case, along with popular theories that attempt to explain what's going on. Alfredo will be bringing speculation and questions as he hears these stories for the first time. Man, tons of stuff. Like, what's the hidden purpose of this website? Who's been leaving clues to an endless puzzle and why? What happened to the man in the dark suit we discussed earlier? And is this world really going to end in September? Trevor, you can't keep doing this to me, man. (laughs) The thing is, I can. And that's what we do here. And if you love unsolved mysteries like I do, and certainly like Alfredo does, subscribe to Red Web today wherever you listen to podcasts. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.